Get ready for another episode of QCTV. My guest today is talking about trusting your abundance and the money mindset. Be sure to subscribe to this channel and we'll see you on the flip side. QCTV begins now. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, everyone. We are here with my guest today. We're talking about Taya spirituality, and that is trust your abundance. We're going to also be talking about the money mindset. My guest today is David Strickle, the, a channel of the stream. Welcome, David. Thank you so much, Lorraine. It's always fantastic to be here. It is wonderful to have you back as well. Let's check in here in the energy so far of our current times. No matter where we are in this timeline on this spaceship called Earth, we are feeling lots of great energies. These are manifesting energies. How are you doing? Can you give us an update for you? I'm doing fantastic. I uh, Since the last uh, time I was on, which was probably about a year ago, uh, we've expanded the Taya spiritual practice. We're sort of calling it the Taya mindset practice these days because it, it's, it's everything. And we have a thriving boot camp program with a lot of people going through and learning the Taya spiritual practice. Uh, real, really big and growing uh, Facebook group now learning this practice. And you know, it's just nice that we're giving real world tools to people who may be at any part of their spiritual journey at the very beginning. And they've just sort of discovered law of attraction. They realize, okay, law of attraction and spirituality are kind of the same thing. Of course, we know that they are the same thing <laughs> or people that have been at it for years and years and years and who have sort of explored a lot of different, um, you know, avenues of spirituality. It's a big tent. There's lots of different beliefs. And what I love about the streams teachings is that they teach us that there's no right or wrong path to any of this, you know, that we find we sort of find a path that works for us. And as long as we're elevating and expanding in that process, it's the right journey for us. There's no one size fits all in this world for sure. Yeah, good. Okay. All right. So we're going to take some questions from our audience today. We ask for those to put it in our Q&A chat box here on the stream that you're watching on as we hear from the stream in this channel. Um, but before we get there, for those who are new to you, can you tell us how you came to channel the stream? Certainly. And in the stream at this point, I, I really have explored quite a bit of how I got this and where it came from. And I, I recall as far back as age six, receiving information. I, I told somebody the story just today, but I remember when I was uh, six years old, five, six years old, uh, living in Texas City, Texas with my parents. And we were sort of lower middle class. You know, my father was an assistant coach at a, a school and my mother was a secretary. 
And I remember a friend of theirs got this new fancy car, a Lincoln Continental, which back in the day was a fancy car. And they drove up in it and my parents were looking at it. And I always loved cars from as long as I could remember. And it was the nicest car I'd ever seen in person. It had a sunroof and all these little buttons and stuff. And I just thought it was so cool. And I remember after she drove away, my parents started this conversation about how, you know, what did she do to get that? And we could never have anything like that. And that's just out of our reach. It's a pipe dream. And I remember at six, five or six, thinking, that's not true. You can have that if you want that. We can have anything. What's the difference between her and us? So I got that really young. Well, flash forward to about age 14. Uh, by that time, my parents had divorced. My father just sort of disappeared shortly after that uh, Lincoln Continental incident. Uh, and my mother raised us as a single minimum wage parent. And we were poor. We were very poor. But I had a lot of people around me in my, uh, not immediate family, but my cousins and my half-sister and things like that, that were upper middle class. So we got a vision of what having nice things and being able to travel and live in a nice home and drive nice cars and just the security of money was like, but we didn't have it personally. And I remember at 14 telling my older brother, Doug, we can have or do or be anything that we want. And I didn't say it exactly like that, of course, but I remember it. I didn't know what law of attraction was. I thought I created this thing where I could mentally place myself in the state of having it. And it came to me. And when I was in high school, it worked, you know, in this minimum wage household, I drove a brand new car. I wore great clothes. My friends were the richest kids in town. Some of them had Rolex watches in high school and everyone thought I was one of them. Of course, I went home to the, <laughs> the roach infested one, uh, two bedroom apartment every night, but still I had manifested from that, that perspective what I thought I needed. And there was a lot of clarity that I was receiving. I didn't fully understand all of it. I could watch things in politics and stuff like that and just really get it. So this knowledge was coming to me. But I will tell you, Lauren, that I sort of misused it for a large portion of my earlier life. In my 20s and 30s, I really focused on manifesting money and material things because I thought that was happiness. I thought that was the key to happiness. And I got to age 40 and realized, wow, you know, I did all this, you know, with a 10th grade education because I didn't do well in school. I started my own business by the time I was 19. By the time I was 40, living in a million dollar plus house, driving, had a Mercedes and a Porsche, had, you know, great clothes, nice uh, vacations, just all the material things I thought I needed to be happy. And I was miserable. 300 pound body, addicted to painkillers, bad relationship that was, you know, dead a long time ago at that point. I uh, didn't love myself very much, didn't have any friends. I was a workaholic and I would come home at night and sit with, you know, snacks and a cocktail and an Oxycontin in front of TV, the t television and just park myself there every night. That was my life. And I realized in this big, beautiful home, I was miserable. So I had to create something based on these teachings to fix my life. And that's about the same time as the book, The Secret came out. And then shortly after The Secret, I finally was led to Abraham Hicks years and years and years ago a psychic told me that I was a channel and that I needed to listen to Abraham because I was getting something very much like that. And that that was my life path. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm Mr. Corporate. I'm not going to be one of those weird spiritual people. That's not me. No, no, no. I was like pushing it away. And it's so funny as you know, you get older, you care less and less and less about what other people think of you. And you really start becoming your authentic self. Some people sooner than others. And it took me into my forties to get there. Because I got to this stage in life and I discovered Abraham uh, in 2010, I had what I would call a Kundalini awakening and Abraham really led me to my own channeling because I realized this knowing that I've been receiving my whole life is what Esther's receiving when she's channeling Abraham. She had a very different experience discovering it 
mine was just this miraculous awakening that really had been dormant, you know, waiting to happen. I finally unleashed when I started meditating. And then from there, it just took off and my life started changing. I realized I created tools in my life as a child to manifest material things and then money. But I could use those same tools from this information that was coming to me to change anything. And I did. And the last frontier for me was uh, 2017. I left my mid-six-figure job uh, with no plan. I had no plan. I had no real saving. I had some money saved up, but, you know, not some fortune saved up. I was in San Francisco at the time in a $6,000 a month one-bedroom apartment. And I had a, a book that I had not yet published. I had a podcast, the Stream of David podcast, which I still have. And that's all I had. And I just left that job on faith that everything would work out. And here I sit two years later doing what I love to do every day of my life, living exactly on the planet where I want to live in Palm Springs, California. And life is, is not perfect, but life is amazing. I live in joy every day. I'm with the love of my life now. It took me 51 years to find this person, but now we're together. And I realize now that the journey to, to get here, all of it was just so amazing. And we all need to have these, these, these bumps in the road to really give us the life experience from our soul perspective that we really want. We did not come here to live lives of perfection. And that's a message that the stream delivers that sometimes people really have a hard time comprehending that people that, that are born into adversity, that is a highly advanced soul projecting into that adversity for the experience it, it can deliver. And a lot of people don't understand that, but when we do, it flips our whole perspective of life around. And of course, our little problems, especially those of us, you know, in a country like the United States, I don't know where everybody's listening right now, but, you know, in a more advanced country where we have technology such as this, our problems are minuscule compared to some that, that are overcoming things. Yet there's still our problems. It's still in our bubble of reality, and we've all got things to overcome. And I started changing by overcoming things from my past and detuning all of that stuff. And I got to the, sort of the end of this path to where I realized, wow, I've changed my body. I've changed my health. I've changed my uh, romantic relationship. I've changed my friendships. My friendships shifted a lot as I elevated my vibration for the better. And I mourned some of those losses. But now I look back and I was, wow, I'm, I'm hanging out with people that are my vibrational match now. Not equal, but match. High vibration, upbeat, positive, happy people who want the best for humanity. Those are my friends. Before, it wasn't always like that. And, and I loved those people. It was hard to say goodbye to them. But when you start changing your vibration and sort of upshifting, the landscape of your life is going to change. But it's going to change for the better. And that's going to give you this daily joy. And really, that's what we all want. And it's, it's interesting now that I started Taya Boot Camp two years ago this month. And we have all of these graduates now with all these amazing stories, everything you can imagine from healing themselves, from serious chronic illness, uh, weight loss. Uh, we have custody battles that have been settled. We have, of course, you know, the manifestation of businesses and money and job promotions and dream jobs, marriages, divorces. We've manifested divorces out of bad relationships, people who were in sort of abusive situations who didn't think they could get out, delivered themselves from that and are thriving now on their own. So just I'm humbled by the stories that we have from what's come from this Taya practice. And so what I did, I realized in 2016 and 17 that I had changed my life so dramatically, I came roaring out of the closet. Coming out of the closet twice in my life for the second time was when I came roaring out as a spiritual teacher. Very proud of what I'm able to do. Very proud of it. Very different than what I thought in my 30s, you know. 
love this. Could care less if anyone doesn't like my woo-woo-ness or thinks that the channeling is crazier. I could care less. It's not for them. You know, if you don't, if you're not into it, don't pay attention to it. If you're into it and, and people that resonate with it, when I channel, it's a whole different experience for them and for me. And, and they get it and it resonates and they feel it moving through them because they realize it's coming from something that they're also a part of. So I'm happy to share it far and wide with any and everyone. And I've now come full circle back to, okay, I've created this boot camp. It's all about joy. It's all about forgiveness. It's all, all about, you know, your version of abundance. But now I realize my number one request still is financial prosperity. People still hang on to that. And I can't deny that we need money in this world to live. We need money to have a place, you know, roof over our head, food to eat. If we want to help others, having money certainly helps with that. If we want to travel the world and experience the world, the planet while we're on it, that takes money. So there's nothing wrong with wanting wealth. I just caution everyone to don't end up like me at age 40 where you think that's everything and you have it. and You realize, okay, this isn't everything at all. I would have given it all up to have the joy that I have now. The good news is you don't have to. Yes, you do not have to give it up. Beautiful. All right. Well, you said a beautiful story, <clears throat> excuse me, about your journey here. And it's interesting, the bumps in the road, the bumps in the road. But yet here you are so confident stepping out and being that channel. It really is a story of surrender as well. You surrendered to your gift. And that is so beautiful. What was that like to actually leave your corporate world and go do that? I really, I, I will tell you that, you know, what I teach is all about not getting rid of the ego. We're not going to get rid of the ego as long as we're physical, but balancing the ego. We, we sort of separate the ego consciousness, our humanness, and the soul consciousness, our eternal selves, our, our higher selves, right? And bringing that into balance while we're here on planet Earth is a beautiful thing. And I spent a lot of time, you know, even though I had this soul connection coming to me, my ego was so strong, it was, it was drowning a whole lot of that out, and it was sort of in control. And my ego, and of course, all of the, the there are positives and negatives with ego, and of course, fear is rooted in the ego. And the fear mechanisms that was part of my ego were very strong, even though I believed I could manifest money. In fact, you know, I, I tell people all the time, during the Great Recession here in the United States, I earned more money year after year after year during the recession because I decided I wasn't going to participate in it. So now when people, you know, talk about coronavirus and all that stuff, you know, it's a, it's a nice trick to have, but I just decide I'm not going to participate and I'm never impacted by it. And I know that if ever I am, then that's part of my journey and it's okay. So that just releases all the fear, but I wasn't always there. And, and so I stayed, the corporate job was sort of the last frontier for me. I didn't know. Again, I was living this, you know, mid six figure lifestyle in San Francisco. I remember my, I was just, I just moved there from Seattle. I sold my condo. I was renting an apartment, $6,000 a month for a one bedroom apartment in a really nice building in San Francisco. It's still one bedroom. Uh, and I was driving, I was leasing an Audi that cost $1,200 a month on the lease. And that was just my lifestyle. So that's just to give you two of my bills every month that I had. Well, I could not find a way to rationally move out of that career field that I didn't enjoy anymore. I think I did in the beginning and then it just, just it, the, the higher I went in that, that corporate setting, the more I disliked it. I really did not love what I was doing every day the way I did when I started at it. And I thought I couldn't get out of it. I thought I was stuck. You know, here I was, you know, approaching 50, 
sort of that age in corporate America where, okay, you know, you're, 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 the, the chances of you getting another job like this start to plummet after 50. Your usefulness to them is not as great after a certain age, and I was already at that certain age. So to you know, sort of jump out of the airplane without a parachute, um, that was the last frontier for me. And, and again, here I am two years later. I'm so glad that I did it. But it took me a couple of years knowing that I wanted to do this and that I could do this and that I would help people doing this. It took me a couple of years to allow myself to finally do it. And now I look back, it's all in perfect timing. Those last couple of years of struggle, you know, again, that that elevated me as well as all struggle does. But, man, I, I could have been doing this five years earlier, easier. But, you know, what are you going to do? It is what it is. It's my path. It's my journey. And I'm very happy today that I did it. Well, that is so inspirational to all the others who want that as well. I know there are so many. Uh, and we're really on a mission, both of us, to assist people like that. So I just commend you for that. And, um, you know, some people are not so it's not so easy for them to break free of the velvet handcuffs or the golden handcuffs. So you did it and it, it, you know, it also required, I'm sure some belief systems, um, breaking some belief systems as well. So well, we can talk about that later because in your whole experience here with the law of attraction from your own experience with it, and we did say belief systems, those are part of it. But here you are using this tool and this system. So what is the secret? I know it's in depth, but have you ever boiled it down to a nutshell for us? Well, the Taya practice is what I developed over a 10-year period. I really started developing when I was a child, but I really got in-depth over that 10-year period between 40 and 50 where I changed every aspect of my life. And I didn't even realize that I was creating something that was a practice for other people. I was doing it for myself. I was being very selfish with it at the time originally. And then when I got the results from it, I thought, gosh, you know, I, I've got to find a way to teach this. And that's when I started writing my first book, The Stream. And I started the podcast, The Stream of David podcast. And I was sharing this information via those two things. And the book wasn't even published yet when I left the job. Well, when I left the job, I serendipitously, of course, met this person that taught me how to do an online course, which I wasn't even receptive to in the beginning. And then when, once I was, I realized, wow, this is how I'm really going to help people change their lives because, you know, podcasts and, and YouTube and shows like this all serve a purpose and all have a place in everyone's spiritual development. But there is a core group of people who are really frustrated with law of attraction because there's so many teachers out there saying things like, just get happy and you get everything you want. Mm -hmm. Well, that didn't work for me. And I don't see it working for a whole lot of other people. And if you can, they're absolutely right. If you can just be in a state of joy and trust and allowing all the time, the universe is going to pamper you. So if you can do that, you got it. The trouble with that is, is that we have a lifetime of opposite teachings to unlearn. We are taught to be fearful about money. We are taught to be fearful about our health. Look what's going on right now with this coronavirus. You know, we're going to do a replay of this show in six months, and we'll probably laugh about it. In two years, we'll really laugh about it. You know, think of all the things that have come along. And Yes, some people are impacted by it, but the mass hysteria that is promoted in the news media is exactly what's perpetuating it. You yeah. know, any recession, any, any plague – it's all mass consciousness fear. When the, the mass consciousness shifts to fear, suddenly you've got an epidemic on your hands. And it's yeah. real, and people yeah. can die from it. And your personal beliefs are, are, are what's bringing your reality together. 
So you've got to be able to tune that stuff out and focus your focus over to where you want to be. And that's not an easy thing for people to just snap their fingers and do when they've been taught fear, when they've been through negative things, when they have trauma, you know, if they've been in, in, in poverty and they're, they're stuck in a poverty uh, sort of cycle or maybe an abusive relationship cycle or a cycle of poor health or a cycle of being overweight or some bodily condition that they don't like, they keep finding themselves there. And I will tell you the, the one secret, and I don't know how secret this is anymore, but the one thing the stream teaches us, and it boils down, and I love it so much, Laurent, is stop reacting to, to today's evidence of yesterday's vibration. Because whatever we've been vibrating up until now, all of it is sort of presenting itself in today's life. So if we're standing here today and the bank balance is low and the bills are coming in and they're past due and the paycheck maybe isn't even there or it's lower than it's been before or, you know, some unexpected thing pops up or we have a diagnosis yet again of some health thing that we're, we're caught in this cycle and we go, we go racing down the spiral in the negative fear. I hate this. I don't want this anymore. I won't change. I'll do anything to get change in my life. I'm so tired of going on diets only to gain all that weight back and then some afterwards. Notice how vibrational our world is. You know, the people that struggle with weight, and I did for years and years and years, find themselves, they go on a diet. I've been on every diet there is. They go on a diet, they start healthy habits, and then they revert right back, and they end up even worse off sometimes than they were before all the weight comes back. Or bad jobs. You know, you, you get into a job, you're all excited about it. The first few days are fun and exhilarating. It's all new. And then pretty soon you realize, wow, I'm right back in the same scenario where I've got an unreasonable boss. I've got really negative coworkers. I've got perhaps nasty customers coming at me all day long. I don't enjoy showing up here anymore. What happened? I did this at the last job and here I am at this job again. That's the nature of life in a cycle like that, because you, you get into that cycle, that thing that you've manifested you react negatively to it and you perpetuate more of it because you're putting your energy into the not wanting of it, the pushing against, and you're keeping that thing going. So if there's one thing I can impart, the one secret is that to find a way to no longer react to today's evidence of yesterday's vibration. The evidence is here. And, and you know, we start kind of working with uh, meditation and positive mindset and affirmations, and then something bad happens. And we think, well, this isn't working, Right. You know, I did my meditations. I've had these affirmations and it's still not coming. Where is it? Well, there's a lot of little nuances to all of those things that keep you in this, this perpetual unwanted place, wherever it is. And when you learn to release that stuff, and I love how you say, you know, take off the golden handcuffs and really release and really trust the universe. That's why we call it Taya, T-Y-A, for trust your abundance. I even have it tattooed on my arm. It's so meaningful <laughs> in my life. I waited 51 years to get a tattoo, and this is it, Taya. Right so, on. yeah, it's all about trust. You know, And as you release fear, your, your ability to trust increases as your fear goes down. And when you've got these fear triggers and fear mechanisms based on your past, that your training that you've had, everything you've been absorbing up until now perhaps, it takes time and work and tools and effort to release that, to, to work that out of your, your uh, vibrational field, if you will. Yeah, it does take time and effort. It's a work in progress. And so that's the secret right there. And it's this trusting in your abundance. All right. Beautiful. Well, you are going to bring through the stream. And so for our audience who has any questions, please use the box. Uh, and I want to let everyone know this live QCTV will be followed by an after party 
on Zoom, and you can ask David your questions. I don't know if the stream will be there on the after party, but we've got the stream right now. So we're going to give David a moment to actually go in and center. And as he does this, I will pop up a quick link on our screen. This is David Strickle preparing to channel the stream. We are here. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here with us today. Do you have a message for those of us who really want to make this year our strongest year in a bold way and a carefree way with a lot of momentum? We are very, very happy to be here. We, we, we enjoy very much flowing through David and interacting with all of you in this way. And, and, and we are certainly here to entertain and, and, and ask, ask, answer any question that you have. The, 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 the core message that we wish to share to those of you who have not experienced our teachings before is, is that, first and foremost, we, we, we want you to understand the perfection that your current reality is. We want you very much to understand that from your higher perspective, the eternal part of you, and, and you, you are all eternal, you, you understand that, that you are all eternal, that, that, that you have all been many, many, many infinite things, and you will continue to be many, many infinite things, various forms of physical being. And in fact, you, you are all sort of marching along this journey vibrationally as soul consciousness beings, eternal beings, with a desire very much to move more and more into what we refer to as the core of source, where we reside. We, of course, are not physical. We are the energetic realm, and you are all part of this. You are all part of us. In fact, we flow in, through and to all creation, including each and every one of you. And, and, and when you relax into these words and, and you listen to our teachings and they resonate with you in a very high vibrational place, you, you understand how you are part of this and, 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 and allow our teachings to sort of layer one on, on top of the next and understand that there are things that we will share with you that in the beginning will jolt you a bit. In, in the beginning, will, 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 will cause you to question. And, and that is okay. You are opening up your minds. And, and what we want you to know first and foremost about what we are here to offer is that we are not here to persuade you toward anything. We, we are not here to judge you. We are not here to assign a set of rules. We are certainly not here to be worshipped or obeyed. We, we at our core are the source of all creation. Why would we need that? We do not need that from you. We are not looking for that from you. We are here to tell you that you are here on your own special independent journeys, that before you came to this lifetime that you were experiencing right now on planet Earth as human beings, that you wanted very much to come into a life of, of what you often call contrast. You wanted very much to project yourselves vibrationally and align with a set of circumstances that would deliver both positive and negative experiences to you from birth even prior to that. And, 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 and some are, are, are projecting into a scenario where they will not even make it out of the womb. Yet there is an experience in that for them that will lend to their growth and expansion as a soul consciousness being. 
And those of you that were born into a set of circumstances that you may look upon as, as, as something that was a curse, please understand that, that from your soul consciousness perspective, that was exactly what you were wanting. And, and from your human perspective, you certainly have experienced things in your lives that you consider unwanted and perhaps that you look back upon with, with trauma, if not simply being triggered down your spiral a bit vibrationally. And we are here to, to guide all of you to heal all of that because all of that serves you. And, and, and the journey that, that we are not instructing you on, but simply suggesting that perhaps you consider, because that is all we will ever do. We are here to offer guidance, and, 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 and those of you that are seeking freedom and joy at your core and, and understand that our teachings are, are directing you toward that, that's why we are offering. We are not offering a set of rules, once again. We are not offering some exact path that you are here to follow. You, you did not have some, some contract prior to coming here that had an end destination picked out for you. If that were true, there would be no purpose in your being physical. In fact, it's important that you understand that your journey, the path, the twists, the turns, the decisions, the, the, the triumphs, the errors, the, the, all of it, all of it is serving your expansion. It is your own personal unique journey. And you bring all of the wholeness of who you are into a, a human physical situation in this case. You allow your humanness, your ego consciousness to, to, to come in and overshadow a great deal of your eternal wisdom that you possess. And that overshadowing serves the great purpose of allowing you to come and have this unique human physical experience of contrast, experiencing negative, reaching a point in your life to where perhaps you find your, your, your paths toward a greater understanding of, of the negative things that you've endured. And understanding the negative things that you've endured have a greater understanding of what you consider negative on your planet across humanity. The, 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 what we refer to as the, the higher perspective is, is available to each and every one of you. And from the higher perspective, suddenly the, the negative things in your life do not seem so negative anymore. And the negative things that happen on your planet, though you may not wish to ever see certain things again, and we understand that, you may wish very much for mass shootings and illness and poverty and famine and things of this nature to completely be wiped off the planet. But that is the nature of a physical environment. But we understand your point of view because you're experiencing these things and you're seeing these things and, and coming together finally in mass consciousness and crafting a solution, a deliverance from, is your expansion. And your expansion here as human beings contributes to our expansion, which is the expansion of that which you call the universe, all that is. And, and that's a very, very important task that all physical environments serve. And it, certainly you understand, and we understand that this audience specifically understands, that you are elevating to a higher vibration. You are collectively moving to a higher consciousness. And as you are doing that on your planet, you are seeing shifts of things that may be a little scary to you. You are seeing perhaps your religions crumbling beneath your feet. You are, you are seeing your governments shift in directions that you've never seen before. You are seeing more illness in some cases, and you are seeing greater contrast between the, the, the haves and the have-nots. That is all part of this upward shift, and, and, and you can gain clarity on all of this on your own or via our teachings or some combination of, but we will end our, our introduction here with, with ensuring that each and every one of you understand that if our teachings, if our message resonate with you, 
you, you are on a good path. You are on a good journey. But if our teachings do not, you are right to move on from them. We, we are not here to sell a bill of goods to, to anyone. We, we are not here to convince anyone who is not ready to go on this journey that this is where they have to go. This is not a one-size-fits-all environment. And you are all elevating, but you are doing it in your own way, on, in, on your own paths. And, and you're very much, very much experiencing differently and, and, and absorbing and having different perspectives on things. And, and allow yourselves to have your own unique experience and, and, and choose your paths. But we are here to offer guidance if you want it. Thank you so much for that. Very beautiful. So you mentioned the resonance, and that is a really key word for many of us. We can feel a resonance with uh, topics and um, experiences and people and events. And so when we are looking at things from a higher perspective, what can you offer as a tool or a tip to instantly shift out of the fear that's out there that can easily distract us and take us down? Do you have a tip for this higher perspective, shifting into higher perspective? The, 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 the clearest path for your, your shift is to reach a state that we refer to as neutrality. We speak very often of the virtual vibrational spiral, and, and, and at the, the top of your spiral, you are in positive territory. You are up all the way at the top in pure positive energy. And you, you, you all visit there on occasion, if not often. And then if you go down your spiral, you, your vibration lowers, and you reach this point of neutrality, which is a little sliver of time and space where your mind is as clear as, as you can be. And, and, and you all understand that when you, when you step outside and you hear the birds chirping and the sun is shining perhaps and you breathe deeply and you have this sense of calm that comes over you, that is our energy flowing to you. That is your connection to, to your higher self. And, and, and that is the quickest way. And you all have access to it. You, you speak much of meditation, and some of you believe that you have to go sit off in a certain posture and do certain things and, and, and sort of make a production out of it. There's far more value in you being able to stop whenever it is safe and, and, and clear and raise your vibration. And we are saying when it is safe because David even taught himself to do this in traffic. He used to drive in, in traffic in San Francisco, and the traffic sometimes would take him down his spiral. And he realized if he was down in lower vibration during a commute, the commute was going to be far worse. Whereas if he raised his vibration in the commute, things would open up for him, and he would have a joyous experience. He taught himself without closing his eyes to drive that vehicle and raise his vibration in the moment and suddenly see that the fabric of his commute changed dramatically. You all have the, the power to do this. You all have the power to do what we refer to as quick clear, to reach the state of neutrality. And if you are suffering, if you are down in despair and you were way down your spiral in that space where you can't even clear, the very next best thing to do to quick clearing is, is, is some sort of what we call a low thought activity. David is referred to, to going for a long drive out on a stretch of road and just being in that beautiful, relaxed state of just driving, and suddenly the intuition is flowing, and suddenly the relaxation is there. That is a form of meditation, even though you're operating a vehicle. It is a low-thought activity in that moment. Ironing clothes, gardening, doing some sort of chores around the house where you're doing something that takes a little bit of your focus 
and brings your thought patterns down so your mind is not all over the place. You're focusing on that thing that you're doing and you're accomplishing something, which is raising your vibration. Believe it or not, ironing clothes, ironing laundry can be cathartic. It can be something that is a type of meditation for you if you're really down and you're accomplishing something is a very high vibrational thing to do. Again, we gardening, cleaning your home, doing something constructive to get your vibration up to where you then can clear your mind and breathe and appreciate your way up your spiral. You're raising your vibration. And, and, and the teachings that we offer are all about raising your vibration, but certainly not about being up there and positive 100% of the time because you're physical, you are in a polarized environment, and you, your vibration is going to be in flux all the time as long as you are physical. And, and that serves the purpose of taking you down into negative so that you can have more appreciation of the positive, and your negative down the spiral time is creating some obstacles for you in your lives. And, and, and your intention as a human being, again, from a soul consciousness perspective, is to have some of these obstacles. So naturally, you're going to go down and dip into negative on occasion. Do not, do not chastise yourselves for going down into negative. Simply make your intention being up and positive more often and gain these tools to change the trajectory of your day and ultimately change the trajectory of your lives with these clearing techniques. You are on mute. Oh, <laughs> all right. I am on mute there. Let's go to our questions here from our audience. Thank you so much for the beautiful words. We are hearing from Angela now, and Angela says, I have spent a lot of time looking deep at my patterns and cycles bringing me to a place of stillness, which also feels like no desire or motivation to do much of anything. It's making me feel like I missed something major in this discovery process as it's been about five years of this flatline feeling. Any insight? The, the, the anytime you, you feel no motivation to move forward, there is something that, that you are allowing to block. And, and generally that blockage is, is, is rooted in fear, that the fear of moving forward, the fear of up-leveling, the fear of uh, perhaps believing that you can have or do or be more, because you are all expansive by nature as we are. You, you, you are all wanting to progress. The only reason that you do not progress in your lives is because you're sticking yourself someplace, perhaps out of a state of, of simply not believing that you can do something else. If you remove fear from the equation, and we guide you to do this anytime you need clarity, to, 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 to think about things and dream about what could be, what you could do, what you could have, and understand that you're not allowing yourself to dream about that next thing because of fear in, in many, many cases. And when you pull fear out of it, then you get your clarity. Very often you, you, you limit yourselves, and, and, and sometimes even your spiritual teachings can lead you down this path of believing that having or being or doing too much is somehow wrong. And this is a very good point to bring up. We, we are source, and, and, and we are telling you that from our perspective, there is no right or wrong. We are not judging any of it. In fact, judgment is a very human, human condition. 
you, you are all on some level judgmental. Now that serves you in that you are here to discern your preferences and find your own paths and, 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 and look upon anything and, and decide I want that or I do not want that. That is a very high vibrational thing to do. But getting into the situation where you are saying, I do not want that and you should not either, that's a lower vibrational thought pattern. We are not judging it, but where is that coming from? You needing to control the behavior of another, and we are veering off here a bit, but you needing to control the behavior of another, again, is rooted in fear. Needing them to agree with you, needing them to live the way that you want them to live is, is rooted in your fear. So really dive down into to what might be holding you back and, and, and boil it down to fear. Pull fear out. If you are completely fearless and you know that you can be successful at doing anything that you want to do, even if it's simply traveling the world, whatever you want, pull fear out. Get your clarity and, and make your work if you choose to do it, raising your vibration to a point to where you can align with these new set of circumstances. You, you, you are experiencing one in David who has completely reinvented his life. For, from a, from a, a corporate drone in a 300-pound body addicted to painkillers and potato chips to, 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 to a thriving individual now who has changed his life in, in ways that he never imagined 10 years ago living in very different circumstances than then. You can change anything that you want. Every single one of you can. One of the things that David teaches is that even though he has certainly changed his life dramatically with what we are offering, but it's important to understand that he has a skill and an ability and a gift, if you will, but we are flowing through into all of you. You are all on some level channeling, though it may not be to the degree that he is receiving, but he is not a blessed individual. There, there is nothing special or anointed about him whatsoever. He is teaching tools to other people all over your planet who are learning to do what he does. And, and you all have the ability to do that. But if you find yourself stagnant, not, not wanting more, generally that's rooted in some level of fear of not believing truly that you can have it. And, and, and there's a me mechanism inside your egos. All of you have this. It is, it is a human condition well-developed across humanity where you want to protect yourselves from being disappointed. You have been disappointed in your lives. Each and every one of you have been disappointed by something because you all have contrast and you do not like the feeling. It's a negative emotion for you. And so you set your minds up to stop yourselves from placing yourselves in a position or on a path where you may be disappointed. So if you are afraid to, 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 to embark on a new path, it's probably rooted in that fear of disappointment. What if? What if that doesn't work? What if all of this spiritual stuff and law of attraction stuff that I absorb will not work for me? Therefore, I'm not going to allow myself to really dream. I'm going to stay here. But then I'm going to be very dissatisfied being here because at my core, I'm expansive. I have a higher self that is calling me forward saying you can do or be or have anything that you want. And I'm resisting that and it feels terrible. That's probably where you're coming from right now. We feel that very much in the vibration. All right. Thank you, Angela. We hope that helps you. All right. Let's go to another question. Michelle in Tennessee, I would appreciate if the stream could help me find my next step into purpose and prosperity. The, 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 the things that we just shared are essentially the path for that. The, 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 the more you elevate your vibration and the more you and, and, and we use the term work because we do want you to understand that shifting your vibration and changing your belief system is something that's going to take effort on your part. 
this is why you, you get into a positive mindset and, and you embark upon something new, a new career, a new eating plan, a new exercise regime, a new spiritual program. And, and, and you give it your all in the beginning. And then you lose a little momentum and you allow yourselves to regress back. Again, this is, this is your ego sort of pulling you back. You, your, your higher consciousness is calling you forward and your ego is pulling you back and trying to protect you with fear. And, and, and balancing these things <clears throat> will allow your, your soul connection to gain momentum and gain strength. And there are some things that you can start doing that will shift that. The, the, the meditation technique that we have spoken of, Many of you have a meditation practice. We understand that, where, where, where you are giving gratitude and you are sitting in appreciation almost on a daily basis, and, and sometimes you fall off the wagon and then you get back on. But what we guide you to is the, 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 your morning meditation and setting of intention is a very powerful thing. But then what's happening to you throughout the rest of the day? Are you slipping into what we call get it done mode? Are you slipping into answering emails and paying bills and perhaps going to a job raising children, dealing with parents, doing something of that nature that sort of takes your vibration down because you, you are doing tasks and you're, you're sort of running on autopilot and you end up spending the majority of your time doing that. Where we guide you is to, to question what is going on in your subconscious mind? What is the signal that you're sending out most of the time? You can elevate your vibration for 30 minutes or even an hour in the morning or, or one time in the day, but you're going to get out and live your lives. And where is your vibration all day, every day? We're not so concerned about your sleep state. That, that, that is different. But your active vibration and your waking hours, you must question where your vibration is. And if you're not sure, look at your life. Do you have the, 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 the career that you want to have if you want one? Do you have the relationship that you want to have if you want one? Is your family situation a positive situation? Is your body something that you love and adore? Is your health where you want it to be? If you are receiving much of what you want into your life, your vibrational set point is fairly high. And it can go higher. David has found in his 10-year period there is no ceiling to, to, to where he can go with his connection to our energy. There is no ceiling to where he can go with his ability to receive information from, from his version, the, the, what he calls the stream, which is his higher self, which is rooted in source. You all can do this. There is no ceiling to where he wants to go with sharing this message with the world. There is always going to be something else that you naturally want to do once you have tools such as this where you can elevate your vibration and bring yourself back to that higher vibration on a regular basis. And, and even when you fall off, and you all will, polarity is going to tug at you a bit. Having the tools to move back up and truly get into a state of belief and allowing that to become your new vibrational set point. That is how you're going to shift things in your life. But you've, you've already done the creation. Look at your lives. You all have some positive things that you have all created in your life. Each and every one of you have created some positive in your lives. You have done it in that area. You're just not doing it consistently in every, every area. You have sort of a different vibrational spiral and different topics. So what you've got to do is look at the areas where you are very good at manifesting. If you're very good at manifesting friends or fun or your body is always the way that you like it or money's not a problem for you or you're generally healthy, think of that vibrational spiral and understand that you can pull that high vibration and overlay it over any vibration, any topic. You are the powerful one that created that wanted thing, and you're also the powerful one that created the unwanted thing. 
take ownership of that and you become a very powerful creator and you set about really relaxing into allowing the universe to deliver a better version of those unwanted things for you. It's not about necessarily working at making things happen. The work is really cleaning up your past, cleaning up your vibration, more appreciation, getting in more of a habit of, of being in a state of gratitude and appreciation for all of it, the positive and the negative, all day long, as long as you are awake. And getting into that mindset and, and understanding that there's a journey and a path that regardless of where you are in years, you can begin that journey. There are people in David's boot camp that are over 70 having revelations and happy that they're having them and understanding that they're in perfect timing for their paths. It's possible. Everything is possible. Yes. Beautiful. And we hope that helps. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. One more question as we learn to really be in that state of belief positive belief for what we want. Juana from Massachusetts, how can we feel more intuitive on a daily basis? Your intuition is, is your high vibrational source connection. Notice that the answer to all of these questions folds into a, a clear understanding of the broader topic, but, but, but clearly the answer is the same. Raise your vibration and, raise your vibration and, Raise your vibration and when you raise your vibration, you are becoming more and more at one with our energy, with your higher self, with what you call source or perhaps even call God. Your label for it is your own bubble of reality and there's nothing right or wrong about any of it, however you identify it. But you all have it and you're all aware that you have it and that's why you're here absorbing this. But clearing your mind and, and, and moving beyond neutral, neutrality reaches this state to where you can connect with your higher self, with our energy, because we are pure positive. We, we do not go down into negative territory. In fact, David can share our message at any time in his waking hours, except when he allows himself to go down. When he allows himself to go down, we are nowhere to be found for him, even though we were always there. He is cutting himself off from our energy. He cannot. David told uh, Loren before the show began that he could move into channeling very quickly because his vibe was so high. He knows at this point to get that vibration up every day, and certainly if he is going to be sharing our message, to get that vibration up to where the signal is there being realized, and he can allow us to flow beautifully in a very short amount of time. On a different level, you can all do this. You, you are all receiving, and that receiving is your intuition. That is your higher self. That is eternal wisdom flowing right to you. This is why we tell you, allow our words to guide you and be inspired and use the tools that David has co-created with our message. But understand that your intuition is the most powerful thing that you have. That is why we are not assigning a set of rules, and you should not pay attention to anyone's set of rules. Pay attention to your own intuition first. Understand that that is the very best guidance that each and every one of you are ever going to have as long as you are physical. <laughs> Thank you. We are listening to the stream being channeled by David Streckel. All right. Thank you so much, stream. As we say goodbye, I'd like you to wrap it up because you've said so much. And it really is all about our vibration, questioning our vibration. So as we say goodbye to the stream for now, I'll let you close. The, 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 the flowing message that we, that we understand that each and every one of you want and need to hear from us at this time is that nothing in your life has been wrong up until now. 
there are things that certainly are, are things that you do not appreciate, perhaps yet, but please understand that you are manifesting both your positive and your negative. And your negative is not something that you are manifesting because you want it or you deserve it or because of some experience in a past life. It is because you, you are vibrational beings and you are here to have these mix of things. And regardless of how much negative you may have manifested in your lives or where you're hitting an abundance block right now, there is always a path around it. There is always a path to more. There is always a higher perspective. There is never an end to this as long as you are physical. And understand that the, the most important thing that we want to leave you with is that high vibrational state is a state of self-love and self-appreciation. That is the, the, the very clearest connection, the strongest signal that you're going to get from us because we have nothing but love for you. And if you are standing in a place of loving you and appreciating you, every aspect of you, loving you in your empty bank account, loving you in your, your too heavy body, your too thin body, loving you in your sick body, loving you in your bad relationship, whatever circumstances are going on right now, love all of it because it's all part of your journey and your experience and get yourselves high on that spiral up into that space of love. Allow us to flow in and connect with you the way you are seeing us connect through David right now and understand that that is the very best that you can experience as a physical being on planet Earth. But also understand that being up at the tip of that is not your intention either, that polarity is going to drag you down, that today's evidence of yesterday's vibration probably does drag you down. But you can get better and better and better at being up that spiral, and you do it through appreciation and you do it through self-love. With much love, that is all we have. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> a powerful, inspirational message, and it shows and illustrates the importance of self-love and self-appreciation and the vibration that it raises us to and the connection to the higher self. That is the roadmap, and we hope this has been helpful for everyone listening. Now, if you'd like to work with the stream in your own life and go deeper, there is a special offer from David. I'm going to show the screen right now, and I want to say that we're also doing an after party. The after parties are here on Zoom, and it's our chance to come together as a community and just hang out together for a little bit, say hello, ask questions, and laugh, or even share stories and experiences. So with today's special offer, David is going to talk about um, what's available there. If you purchase his special offer, there's an after-party ticket that gets you into the Zoom room with us, and that's going to follow immediately after this broadcast. But you can also get a single ticket pass to this event, or you can purchase a monthly membership. That's a small fee of $11. It gets you a whole bunch of bonuses and everything. Um, and all of our QCTV after parties that we have each month. So now we're going to talk about the money mindset. This is something that David has brought through from the stream, and he's sharing it with all of us. So, David, please tell us more about this. Certainly. So I've had uh, my big Taya boot camp program for the last two years. And I think we touched on Taya in the beginning. I'm always in a little bit of a daze after I channel. So if I get a little loopy, that's what's going on. Uh, it's kind of like they're still here a little bit. So um, the four pillars of Taya are forgiveness, polarity, source, and intention. So those are the four things that we really focus on. And if you get 
forgiveness going in your life, going in your life. You forgive the things of your past all the way to the point of appreciation. And then you understand your virtual vibrational spiral and, and what polarity, uh, the act of polarity uh, is causing in your life and how to sort of not get that under control, but how to appreciate it and flow through it in ease. And then you allow your source connection to flow, you know, meditation, very deep source connected meditation that we're all capable of. If you get those three things kind of working in unison and then you live with intention as the fourth thing, you are a very powerful creator. And my boot camp program is a long program. It's uh, a big program. What I've done is that the most requested part of Taya, the most requested thing of the stream is about money. And, you know, I've talked about how money isn't everything money. You know, I had all this money at age 40 and I wasn't happy, but I have to acknowledge even today, two years out of my corporate job where I was making mid six figures, I'm still living the same lifestyle. I live in a four bedroom house with a swimming pool and a jacuzzi and a fire pit here in Palm Springs. I drive a Mercedes convertible. You know, I sometimes don't know where the money's coming from. I don't have the paycheck that I used to have, but it just does. It just does. I've kept myself in that vibrational set point of living like that. And that's my lifestyle. So my lifestyle hasn't changed much at all since the corporate days. And here I'm, you know, self-employed, really starting a new business two years in and I know how to manifest money and it's something that I'm good at. And I'm not going to hold that away from people just because I want you to be joyous in general. We need money. We need money to travel. We need money to be free. We need money so that we can, you know, dream about something and really achieve it. Uh, even if it's just helping other people, money is a nice thing. Money's not bad. The fear-based activities around money are the bad part. When you're fearful about money and fearful that you've got to have it, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. So I've taken all that out. I've taken the Taya practice and applied it specifically in, a, in more of a mini course that's sort of easy to get into, easy to digest, sort of ease into the Taya world and really learn these tools using these four pillars to, to manifest wealth. And the nice thing about this is for your audience, I'm doing something special. I'm co combining this course, uh, which sells uh, right now for $197 with an hour session with me channeling the stream, which I also charge $197 for per hour. I'm combining those two things and I'm giving you my most popular money mindset meditation. I have a set of channeled uh, guided meditations available on my website. The most popular one, the best selling one, shockingly, is the vault, <laughs> which is all about going into your virtual vibrational vault and experiencing your wealth and having access to that vault all the time. And you can put anything you want in the vault. It's not just money, but generally people do use it to manifest wealth. And people that have gone through the boot camp program, that is, I have a source connect. They love that meditation, but the vault is still the best seller. So I'm going to bundle those three things. It's a 403, 405 something dollar value altogether. And you can purchase all of that as a bundle for $197 on the show. So that's the mindset, money mindset course. That comes, uh, there's a link as you pro progress through the course, because you're going to progress through the course, it's going to challenge you, uh, it's going to frustrate you, and that's good, because th that means you're actually bringing change to your life, and because it's not just some pie in the sky, oh, think about money, just think about money every day, and you're going to get it. Well, that stuff doesn't work. If I'm going to give you something, I'm going to give you something that I know will work. If you do this and you give it the power, it will work, and it's something that you can continue to use and practice for the rest of your life. So you're going to learn the Taya, the really basic Taya practice in regard to manifesting money. It's not the full-blown thing, but that's okay. This is an introduction. This gets you in. This gets you into the money mindset. And then when you need it most, around the fourth or fifth module, 
you get a, a link to uh, access your hour call with the stream. And it's a Zoom video meeting. You get on face-to-face, -face, we record it. You can ask the stream anything you want in those sessions. And those sessions sell very well and they book up fast. So you can get in and talk about anything you want to talk about. Nothing's taboo. Nothing's off topic. They're only limited to my vocabulary and intellect. So <laughs> I have to understand what you're talking about. We're probably not going to get in there and tell you how to do brain surgery, right? So you can talk to them about anything, though, and receive guidance. They do connect with you. It's not exactly the same as a psychic reading, but it's a very powerful experience. And people that do those hour really love it and, and, and love that they can do it at any price. But right now you're getting the hour uh, with the stream and the money course and that extra meditation bonus all for 197 Yeah, that's great. And what's good is that you can take that course and put those um, practices into your life and then have that personal hour session with you. That's great. So it's actually like you're getting the course for free because your personal session is a standalone at 197 So that's a really good thing. Thank you for that. Yeah, Lauren, right. you know, I've had people that have paid me thousands to do the course the big course yeah and they do the one hour session like wow that was worth the price right there and i'll say no it's not <laughs> you've got all this work to do yet <laughs> but it's nice to hear that that people love talking to the stream that much and getting the clarity because it's it's mind-blowing clarity and i will tell you that i channel my intention behind channeling is to not filter it with any personal human beliefs or religious teachings at all Pure source, pure reality. Sometimes the stream is too much for people. You know, it's very direct and it's very real. But I think that's why it's so transformative because it makes so much sense that, ah, oh, that makes sense. I understand life now. I have clarity now. And it takes a little time in their teachings to, to really get there. But uh, I, I think the course is a nice introduction to ease into the Taya practice and uh, then spend that hour, you know, with the stream. And then you get a recording of that hour uh, that we send to you so you can go back and review it over and over again because you get a lot in that hour. Yes. Beautiful. All right. Well, thank you for that. The link to the special offer is available on this webpage that you're viewing this show on. Look in the description box and you will see it. Okay. Beautiful. Well, there's one. I want to kind of circle back one more time here. And, David, I know you're not channeling the stream anymore. Um, but you did mention, um, let's see, are we slipping into get-or-done mode? Like the get-or-done mode that takes us out of this high vibration. Um, so there's a question coming in from Joe. How do you not slip into getting things done mode? We do have to work and pay the bills. So yeah, well, that's, any, that's a good question. Thing? It's a good question <laughs> for me because I can answer it from my human perspective. You know, it's sort yeah. of easy for the stream to say, well, you know, we created the whole universe, so everything's easy. But I'm a human, too. And, you know, I set an intention, especially if I have a set of tasks and I will use because I really love what I do for, for uh, business at this point. So it's hard to compare it to that. But I. Uh, I have a fairly big house, and I decorated the whole house for Christmas last year, as I always do. I had lights out front. I had two Christmas trees. I had lights around my pool. It was all done up, and I'm kind of the kind of person, the day after Christmas, I want it all gone. I'm kind of <laughs> done. You know, Christmas Day was great. The holidays were great. Now it's the 26th. I want all this stuff out of here. Well, I was really busy after Christmas and just couldn't get to it. And here we are where I think it was January 3rd before I really had time to get to it. And so um, – the, 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 my other half was out at a coffee meeting and he was only going to be gone for a few hours. And I thought, while he's gone, I'm going to get this done because I want to enjoy the rest of my day. And it was tons of stuff. And I said, I'm going to put myself in quantum time and I'm going to enjoy every second of this process. And it's just going to be fun. I don't enjoy packing Christmas away. Of course I don't. I 
shifted my mindset to this is a fun thing. And Loren, by the time he got home, I think it was two hours he was gone. Right at two hours, it was all gone and packed away. He's like, are you magic too? <laughs> he's not totally into the show. He believes it. He's not totally down with it. And so he's like, are you? It's like an episode of Bewitched, you know, where Darren comes home and the whole house is different. <laughs> thought it was really funny. And I said, you know, I got into quantum time. And when I get into quantum time, I just set an intention, show appreciation, and I plow into, and I will tell you, from a work standpoint, I used to do this in my corporate job. I would, in the beginning of the day, I'm a morning person. I'm always at my best first thing in the morning. I would set all of that stuff that I didn't want to do at the very beginning of the day. I would set that positive intention. I'd plow into it and show appreciation and joy. I mean, again, taking down Christmas decorations, I have to appreciate the fact that I have a beautiful home and that Christmas came. I had a great holiday season, but a big party here with lots of people on Christmas Eve. It was great. I had to show, I had to bring that appreciation into the not so fun part of it, which was taking it all down, packing it up, putting it away. And I did, and it worked. So I think you can apply that to anything. That you've got to do. There are aspects of my business that I don't enjoy. You know, if um, you know taxes, have, uh, <laughs> taxes are always one for sure, and that's one that I don't enjoy. Uh, you know, little technical. I'm a big picture kind of guy. I created the tie practice, but I need other people to sort of implement all the technology and everything. I use 33 pieces of technology in my business, so um, you know, just, just learning to use work that. And people, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah so. so it's it's a it's a great thing that you can train yourself to do. Set an intention, a positive intention for anything before you do it, really, and then set the intention to enjoy the process, even that which you don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. And you will. Mm-hmm. It, it shows you the power of your mindset. Yes, I love that. Um, and I love. We used to call it back in the day when I was in sales. We used to call it eating the frog. Doing oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, eating the yeah. You know that too, right? Yeah, I've heard we that before. We need to come up with a different word. Eating the frog, my goodness. But it's doing all the things that are not so pleasant. I love your twist on it. I love the take on it. That it is the vibration. So go for it and raise your vibration. Be in gratitude and love it. It's a. Sometimes we call this a high class problem to have. Right? Exactly. So wonderful. All right. Well, David Strictel and this. Dream, thank you so much for this quantum conversation. We hope everyone is feeling inspired and empowered. We are here to support you, and we wish you well. Thank you all for listening. David, thank you, too. Thank you, Loren. Thank you all. Thank you. Again, you can purchase David's special offer. If you wish, it is here on the screen. And we are going into our after party right now. Join us on Zoom. Check out the party ticks or join us via the special offer. So now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Enjoy.
We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.